Hey you, welcome to the Christian Life Coaching Podcast for Weight Loss. I'm so excited that you are here. Hey you, welcome to the podcast. So we're going to talk about the gods of our flesh. (laughs) Um, How we have less of our flesh that keep us stuck in weight loss and keep us from walking in God's strength in the way in the way that I talk about on the podcast all of the time. So I want to start out by sharing a scripture with you. John 4:8, which says, "Come close to God and God will come close to you. Wash your hands of sin, purify your heart. Have no divided loyalty between God and the world." This scripture came to me this morning while I was doing my while I was doing my morning exercise, my morning burn and brew. Um, And what I love about it is it shows us, it tells us right there in black and white, it shows us that we are, that God expects us to be the initiator, that God is waiting for us to come to him and he won't intervene. Listen to this. He's not going to intervene in your life without an invitation, especially in weight loss. But there are things that you need to know and things that you need to do before and even as you are inviting him on your weight loss journey. Things that I only know now as I reflect back on my journey, you know, because when I reflect on my weight loss journey, I can see all of this. I mean, God, God didn't stop me from my pride and the things that I was doing. And my pride really showed up as, you know, me knowing how to do all the weight loss things, right? Like how to leverage a diet, how to meal plan schedule and do all the things that, you know, the dieting books and coaches and everything had taught me and, you know, how I was going to just lose weight through sheer determination and willpower and motivation. I mean, he didn't stop me from trying to do it on my own from, he, he even didn't stop me from, from my desire to be in the world, loving all the foods, the drinks and the entertainment. He didn't stop me from worshiping comfort. I mean, girl, I worshiped comfort. You might worship comfort. I had to see that I didn't have the answers because clearly I couldn't do anything to control my flesh. I, I couldn't stop me from me. Does that make sense? But it wasn't until I decided to come close to God that he came close to me and he showed me what to do, what to stop doing, and even how. Had I only trusted him at the onset of his nearness, I could have experienced my blessing of weight loss success so much earlier. I mean, so much earlier. (laughs) So this podcast is for you, the woman of faith who is stuck. You're, you know, maybe you're still a victim of impulse eating, of cravings, of bad food choices. Maybe you're sick of suffering the consequences of all of those choices. If you're ready to stop the cycle that you're stuck in, I encourage you to just listen in, lean into this podcast, listen again to this scripture as I kind of unpack it and I share what God wants you to see and hear right now in your weight loss journey. So let's just circle back to that scripture, James 4 and 4, 8. So just lean in and listen to this because there's some real power and truth here. 4, 8 starts out by saying, come close to God and he will come close to you. So I have questions for you. These are life coaching questions. 
Are you doing that? Is God a priority in your life? Do you spend time, like uninterrupted time, praying and worshiping and praising him? The scripture goes on to say, wash your hands. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts. Some more questions for you here are, are you even aware what sin is in your life? I mean, no one ever even told me what sin was. And according to James 4.17, sin is when you know what you ought to do and then you don't do it. That is sin to you. And, you, you know, you might be wondering, like, why does this even matter, right? Like, why does sin even matter and weight loss? Because God cannot be near sin. He's holy. He cannot be near sin. So if you want him to be near you, you must be rid, like you must rid your life of sin. And I want you to think about this. Look at everything you let into your life right now. Where is sin getting in and keeping God from being near? Because it's in everything you do, every choice you make. TV, what are you watching? What music are you listening to? What language are you using? What people are you hanging out with? What activities are you particip participating in your life? I mean, another thing is, what do you know you shouldn't be doing or allowing that you, that you know you should just stop doing, right? What aren't you doing that God has been whispering for you to do? What could change if you just obeyed, right? How could, how could doing all of this bring God more near? How could, how could God's nearness help you and bless you? Like, if you need to, hit pause on the podcast right now. Go back and just answer all of those questions. These are real life coaching questions that I would ask any of my personal clients. And then think about this. How could God's nearness help and bless you? I mean, he's waiting for you to make your life more available to him so he can respond to your invitations to come closer. But he can't be near sin, you know? And that scripture that I shared with you even tells us to purify your heart. So how do you purify your heart even, right? Like you might be wondering, how do I even purify my heart, Cherry? For me, let me just tell you what I did. I had to stop seeking weight loss, okay? And all of the things that I was doing, the lust of my flesh, I had to stop seeking weight loss and start, start seeking life in him. My intentions had to change in my heart before God ever even blessed me with strength and power to rise up and over temptation and all of my habits and all of my cravings. And once he saw my heart being purified, and the object of my heart's desire being him, you know what? He totally came closer and he walked with me and he strengthened me for his purposes, not for mine. And that purification came from, that purification came from me seeing where my loyalty had been divided. Because my loyalty was divided between him and the world. It really and truly was. But I couldn't see this in the time. It was so divided that I can only see it looking back. I mean, 4.8 tells us, purify your hearts, for your loyalty is divided between God and the world. I mean, 
before my weight loss could happen, I had to want what God wanted for me more than what I wanted for me because my wants were so temporal. They were so worldly. On the other side of this commercial break, I'm going to tell you what my temporal wants were, the things that I wanted in my flesh that I had to change. And this might be powerful because you might find yourself resonating with what I'm going to share with you. Hey, you, welcome back. Okay, so I want to tell you about my temporal wants, what I wanted, what kept me stuck. So here's what it was when I look back on it. I know I wanted weight loss so I would look and feel confident. I wanted ease and comfort in my weight loss. Like I wanted weight loss to be easy. I didn't want it to ever feel uncomfortable. I wanted food to still taste amazing and to find joy in my food. Like that's what kept me stuck all the time when I was trying to lose weight because I perpetually sought taste and joy in my food. I wanted to comfort myself with food when I felt the pain of a hard or an emotional day or, you know, even to use food as celebratory, you know, like to have joy in the food, maybe at a party or my favorite restaurants and go and get my favorite dessert or my favorite drinks. I wanted, I wanted stress to leave me quickly as I drank it away with Cabernet Franc or a, you know, a vodka tonic. Like I wanted these things immediately. I wanted what the world taught me about the gods of my flesh who gave me everything I wanted and nothing I needed. I kept wanting the very things that kept destroying me. I wanted God to make me skinny as I had my wants and my want, my weight loss too. But that's, as you can see, just with me sharing you my, my examples with you, that's how our loyalty, even in weight loss, is divided between the world and God. And this is how we put God in a box, you know, like in one box over here and weight loss in another. God's word applies to every area of your life. So as I reflect, I kind of see how worldly my wants were. Can you see it? Like, oh my word, all, everything I just shared with you is so worldly. And I, in order to make change happen, I needed to change. I needed to see what I was doing and where I was a weapon being used against myself. I had to see that God wanted me to be, God wanted to be my answer to all of my wants. Does that make sense? Like I had to wake up to that, that God wanted to be the answer to all of my wants instead of all of the things I just shared with you. He wanted and he needed me to be healthy in my spirit, my mind, and my body before my body could ever lose the weight of this world. I needed to rid my life of the idols that I'd quickly would, you know, just at the drop of a hat quickly run to when my life was hard or when I was uncomfortable. Instead of wanting weight loss, like as I, re I, can, I can only see this now, but instead of wanting weight loss so to look and feel confident, um, he wanted me to want, I, I, how do I want to say this? Because the thought's like kind of jumbling up in my mind. How do I want to say this? Instead of wanting weight loss, 
just so I would feel and look confident. I needed to want confidence to be in him so I could rise above my feelings and make choices that reflected the spirit in me and not my feelings or cravings. Does that make sense? I needed to crucify my flesh and accept that weight loss would be a little bit and sometimes a lot uncomfortable. But you know what? It's only uncomfortable at first. It's only hard at first because with every hard right choice, I started to release the world and I started to choose God in his ways. I had to stop worshiping flavor because it was keeping me stuck. I had to turn to God, the comforter, when my days were hard instead of, you know, potato chips. I mean, potato chips and ice cream and alcohol were false gods who kept my loyalty in this world, unable to even see God as a better right choice. And the minute I humbly laid all of this down, I began to purify my heart's intention. I began to wash my hands of sin, like the scripture said. I, I began to have confidence in what he was doing over what I was just seeing or not seeing. And slowly, as I practiced making all of the daily, hourly, for that matter, right choices, as I started practicing doing that daily and removing what was sin to me, humbling, you know, at, humbling myself really as I yielded, I began to feel God's closeness. I, I really started to feel him come more near. To experience his grace more completely when I felt him more closely even. And to trust his promises and to desire what he wanted for me over just me wanting weight loss. And in all of this, in my concerted effort to draw him closer in all of these ways, through worshiping only him, you know what? He totally came near. And my weight loss became not only easier, but you know, it's totally started to become visible. My goals started shifting. My goal shifted from weight loss to nearness. Like it, it started to shift from nothing tasted as good as feeling his nearness felt. He changed my desires as I crucified them. And now his desires are seriously my desires. So my encouragement for you is to humble yourself, to identify the sins in your life, even in weight loss, to prioritize him and to practice yielding to his authority and guidance. I believe that when you do this, you're going to make life more open and available to God to come more near. And when he's near, there is nothing he can't help you with, even in weight loss.